Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and we have some headlines to talk about today. So I give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you want to find in your mainstream media. All right, guys, let's check out some of these headlines, shall we? Oh, man. So I did an entire podcast, and uh, I was not recording um, on this mic. Some strange reason I was recording on my webcam mic. I don't even have my webcam on. So craziness. I was recording the screen. Uh, so I might have come off of there. Not really sure. So anyway, but we're going to just start all over again. And uh, kind of gives me an idea of what I wanted to talk about anyway. So the big thing I want to talk to you guys about today is worldwide phenomenon of sudden deaths. The level of denial and deception is mind-boggling and yes it is and this article is by jonathan brentner you know him you love him he is one of my favorites he's not leo but he is jonathan brentner coming to you from harbingersdaily.com today this article was written on january the 31st 2023 guys this is a huge one this is one i want to talk about and another one is uh, ecological equity UK medical journal calls for shift away from human centered healthcare, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So, one of the huge things that I noticed, and I don't know if you guys, I'm gonna move this mic a little closer to me, I don't know if you guys have that news break app or not, but I do use that and uh, had some articles coming across uh, my app there, and I thought, well, these are pretty good. Who's writing these articles? Well, it's Eden Reports. And so Eden doesn't have her last name, but you can go to EdenReports.com and check out a lot of them. Uh, there's three other, I believe, um, reporters on there as well. And so she does got some pretty good stuff on there. They really do. Um, what it was as meat shortages loom, a supermarket chain will stop selling meat products and move to plant-based options. Uh, yeah. And especially there in Europe, they're already starting to do that. And other uh, news that she had um, on there as well is, of course, all the stuff going on in the UK in the Dutch governments over there are, you know, shutting down farmers. They've got protests going. Um, folks, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable what's going on. We're in America. Like, you've got to be kidding me. And uh, one of her other articles was outright bigotry over 10,000 disabled, sick, poor, mentally ill uh, people. It says euthanasia where doctors administer drugs to end a patient's life is illegal in several countries, including Belgium, Canada, Colombia, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and Spain. And we can throw in there. Oh, no, nope, we already got Canada on there. It uh, goes on to say... Um, as you know, well, some other jurisdictions, uh, such as a number of U.S. states, uh, is in con. So it says, in contrast, assisted suicide, where patients take the legal drugs themselves, is illegal in some jurisdictions, such as a number of U.S. states. And so she goes on to say up here, when I got cut off, sorry, um, <laughs> euthanasia was uh, Luxembourg, Netherlands, New Zealand, and Spain, as well as some states in Australia. So she goes on to say in Canada, both euthanasia and assisted suicide are referred to as medical assisted assistance in dying. That's that maid that I had talked to you guys about. Um, anyway, uh, with the majority of cases being euthanasia. And so last year, there were over, listen to this folks, last year, there were over 10,000 deaths by euthanasia in Canada. An increase of around 30 percent from the previous year making it one of the leading causes of death in the country in the coming year the country plans to permit euthanasia for individuals solely on the grounds of mental health what additionally the possibility of extending the practice to mature minors those under 18 who meet the criteria for adults is being considered the path toward legalizing euthanasia in canada began in 2015 when the country's highest court ruled that prohibiting assisted suicide violated individuals dignity and self-determination this decision prompted government officials to have one a year to devise appropriate legislation the ensuing 2016 law made both euthanasia and assisted suicide legal for individuals who are 18 years and older, given that certain conditions are met. 
These conditions including or include having a serious and irreversible medical condition, disease, or disability that is in state of decline, experiencing unbearable physical or mental suffering that cannot be alleviated under conditions that patients deem acceptable, and having a death that is deemed reasonable foreseeable. The request for euthanasia must be approved by a minimum of two physicians. The law was later revised to permit individuals who are not facing imminent death to opt for assisted death, thus expanding the pool of eligible individuals. Opponents argue that this alteration eliminated a crucial safeguard that was in place to protect individuals with potentially prolonged lifespans. As a result of this amendment, any adult who is suffering from a serious illness, disease, or disability can now request assistance in dying. Critics allege that instead of receiving necessary medical attention and care, thousands of individuals suffering from mental illness, disease, poverty, and disabilities are being discriminately, discriminatorily euthanized. Many people feel as though they are being compelled to financially support a healthcare system that is not dedicated to promoting their recovery. An example of this is the case of Roger Foley, a man suffering from a degenerative brain disease who was hospitalized in Ontario. During his stay, he was informed by a hospital staff member that maintaining his life in the hospital would cost $1,500 per day, followed by a suggestion of euthanasia. Some people claim the term medical assistance in dying is a misnomer as it suggests that the use of medicine is somehow justified in ending a person's life. However, medicine is supposed to save lives, not end them. Furthermore, it is wrong to terminate the lives of people who could have gotten better with proper care instead of being euthanized. We must remember that every life is valuable and should be protected, not ended prematurely. Folks, if you would like to uh, read more articles by Eden uh, Reports, y'all can go to EdenReports.com. Um, she does not give her last name. Otherwise, I would give credit where credit is due. So I will give you her website, which is EdenReports.com. That is E-D-E-N. Oh, my goodness, folks. The evil. And it's happening over in the UK. They're like just putting people to death. You know, like, oh, you're poor. Let's just end your men. Let's just end, end your life because you're, you're such a drain on society. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is a slippery slope, folks. And um, these evil people, these elitists, they do not care. They want the world population down to 500 million. And I believe it was just said that we have 8 billion people in the world as of November uh, of 2022. But what did God tell us to do? Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's what God told us to do. God is the sustainer of all things, not humans, not these people, not their climate change. Because remember, it was global cooling in the 70s. Ah, get a freeze. And what are they? I said, you know, by 1985, there's going to be 1 billion people that's going to be dead. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing like that ever happened. And so then they had to change. Oh, we're all going to fry. You know, so it's global warming. And of course, that didn't work. And they're like, well, we got to change it. You know, it's, cl- it's climate change. Of course, climate changes. Of course, it does. Morons is called seasons. And of course, cycles. These things happen. We have El Nino, El Nino, you know. But hey, just keep listening to them. Feed that propaganda and just keep sucking it up. You can tell the people who are lost, absolutely lost, because they believe all this. Satan has blinded their eyes. And that's just the truth. The Bible says it will happen, and that's what's going to happen. And if you harden your heart enough, God will harden your heart, and then there's no turning back. Look at Pharaoh. And uh, if you want to know a little bit more about that, you can read Romans 1. And God turned them over to a reprobate mind. You don't want that. You see it happening. You have these people out there going, Yeah, 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 my booster, my 55th booster, me, wear my five mask, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, there's some people out there that had to get the shots. I understand um, they were pressured their jobs, like you're going to lose your job, like hospitals. That was ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I'm just going to tell you, there's some articles that we'll, we may jump into tonight. Um, one I do want to tell you um, about, okay, so I'm not going to give medical advice. I don't do that. I'm not, you know, but I am going to link this article I'm in the description, and if you guys are going to watch this on um, my YouTube channel, I'm going to try to put a little video together. I'm still not moved in, guys. I'm still got stuff to move. It was so frigid cold last week, and then apparently um, the washer 
at Mulder apartment when they unhooked it, which I double checked it. It didn't, it's like, I might have dripped, you know. But the valve, I guess, something happened. They had to come and cap it. My apartment was flooded. Um, and so, not flabanch, you know, they're in the utility room is what we call it here in Texas. I don't want you guys to call it over there, but where you put your washer and dryer and stuff at. <laughs> and it comes all the way to the floor. Anyway, terrible, horrible smell. Anyway, um, soaked everything and uh, craziness. So, anyway, I'm still getting some stuff out of there. Um, I may have maybe one trip left. I got a friend that's coming tomorrow and uh, she's got to pick up. And so hopefully we can get all this moved and I'll be done with it and I can start cleaning. And then, uh, you know, that with work and um, everything going on, I try to get all this stuff done. <laughs> I try my best. And if you know me, y'all have listened to me for a while. And if you're new to this channel or new to this podcast, I have complete ADD. And I'm like squirrel like a big dog, man. <laughs> my mind is kind of, you know, whatever. That's how God made me. And so uh, I am thankful um, for that. If I could just finish some projects, that'd be great. You know, i <laughs> like, I get where I now focus and I try to get stuff done. But my focus right now is getting moved, getting everything moved. And of course, trying to get unpacked and, you know, all of this stuff is going on right now. And I did put another filter on this mic and I hope it helps because the plosives were insane. And um, I think it's doing a little bit. I've got my headphones on. And I think it's doing a little bit better. So I hope so, guys. Let me know, you know, send me a comment or, you know, send me, shoot me an email at Heather. Um, Heather at BibleProphecyForToday.com. That's with the number four, not F-O-R. Anyway, um, love to hear from you guys. Shoot me some emails. Um, anyway, check out the website. It is back up. Um, anyway, uh, you know, lots of stuff going on. But I'm going to give you this article, and I will link it in the description. I'm just going to give you the title, and then you guys can do what was that with you will. So anyway, uh, do you know someone with long covid and vaccinated. Here's a guide for spike protein detox by World Council for Health. This is by Jim Hoft. And so that is at the gatewaypundit.com. If you don't want to wait um, to check the description, you can go there now. And it was published on February the 4th at uh, of 2023 at 3.45 p.m. And I don't know if that was Texas time or not. You never know. Could have been, uh, you know, Eastern, Central, who knows. Anyway, um, so you guys can talk about that. Uh, you can go check that out for yourself. I will give you a little tidbit here. It says, for those who have had COVID-19 or who have been vaccinated against it, the World Council for uh, Health, the WCH, has issued a guideline for spike protein detox to eliminate the risk of developing long-term effects from the spike proteins. You guys can go there and uh, you can check it all out and you can read all about it. If you remember, um, I think it was Dr. Zelenko. Let me run down here to the bottom and make sure. Of course, he's a pass away. Bless his heart. Yep, Dr. Zelenko protocol is on there. And uh, I'll give you all that little hint if you want to go check it out. So, so we have so much going on. Um, one article I definitely wanted to read to you guys tonight is the Worldwide Phenomenon of Sudden Death. And this is by Jonathan Brentner. He is another one of my favorites. And so we're going to check out this article right now by harbingersdaily.com. You can find it there. So, Suddenly, the word increasingly strikes fear in the hearts of many as they watch young and healthy people abruptly drop dead, just as, um, what was it, Dama Hamlin died before a national audience. And like most, um, he had medical help immediately after he collapsed. The quote below comes from a January 2nd, 2023 Rasmussen Report story. According to their poll, quote, nearly half of Americans think COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained deaths. And more than a quarter of, uh, more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims. Uh, Jonathan goes on to say, late on January 29th of 2023, eminent MIT professor and respected expert on drug safety analytics, Dr. Retsev Levi placed a video on his Twitter. In it, he calls for the the immediate suspension of all mRNA injections. Here are his words introducing the video, and I quote, the evidence is mounting and indisputable that mRNA vaccines cause serious harm, including death, especially among young people. We have to stop giving them immediately, unquote. And he goes, here is a quote taken from Dr. Levi's video, and I quote, I believe that the cumulative evidence is conclusive and indeed confirms our concern that mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest arrest. Anyway, Jonathan says in April 2022, he co-wrote a study on the incident of emergency heart attacks for those under 40 in Israel. And it uh, goes on to say every day, 
I see the faces of children, teenagers, and young adults who have unexpectedly and suddenly dropped dead because of heart attack strokes or other heart-related ailments. Yet so few are paying attention. The level of denial and deception over what is happening is mind-boggling. The worldwide phenomenon of sudden deaths has reached a point where we cannot and must not ignore it. For me, he says the words of Proverbs 24, uh, chapter 24, verse 10 through 12, compel me to state my case and warn people of the grave dangers. He goes, I began with a quote from over a century ago, Rudolf Steiner. This is 1917. Rudolf Steiner, an Australian, I'm sorry, an Austrian uh, philosopher and founder of a satanic spiritual movement, wrote the following around 1917. And I quote, in the future, we will eliminate the soul with medicine under the pretext of a healthy point of view. There will be a vaccine by which the human body will be treated as soon as possible at birth so that the human being cannot develop the thought of the existence of soul and spirit. Materialistic doctors will be entrusted with the task of removing the soul of humanity as today people are vaccinated against this or that disease. So in the future, children will be vaccinated with a substance that can be produced precisely in such a way that people thanks to this vaccination, will be immune to being subjected to the madness of spiritual life, unquote. He penned these words 105 years ago. Taking a few moments, take a few moments to ponder that, he says. Also, consider the fact that the FDA recently approved giving the COVID injection to babies as young as six months. After including the Steiner quote in his book, J.B. Hickson wrote this, and I quote, One wonders what he or Steiner knew and how he knew it. What did the demons reveal to him about Satan's transhumanist agenda that would unfold in earnest over the next century? They go on to say, I agree with Hickson. The minions of Satan revealed their future plans to Steiner, who at the time was deep into Luciferian activity. The transhumanists of our day talk openly about eliminating the God gene in people. They say this will reduce the hostility they believe arises from religious passion. Steiner saw this coming long ago. Aldous Huxley, 1961. More recently, philosopher and author Aldous Huxley spoke these words at the California Medical School in 1961. And it says, read these words carefully and we will, folks. And I quote, pay attention. There will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution, unquote. Huxley's words represent the playbook from which the globalists operate today. What he talked about in 1961 has become reality in 2023. Pharmaceutical methods are the weapon of choice for transhumanists seeking to change humanity by combining humans with machines. In 2021, a video appeared on the World Economic Forum website showing a smiling man uh, with a narrator said, uh, while, while the narrator said this about the future, you will own nothing and be happy. End quote. Does this not match the words of Huxley? People will never become, oh, I'm sorry, people will never Welcome servitude, but Huxley predicted that someday <clears throat> they will because of pharmacological methods. Hmm. Forbes magazine, nine, I'm sorry, Forbes magazine, 2017. On November 20, 2017, an article appeared on the Forbes magazine website entitled Transhumanism and the Future of Humanity. Seven Ways the World Will Change by 2030. The following quote appears under the heading of Our Bodies Will Be Augmented. And I quote, the coming years will usher in a number of body augmentation capabilities that will enable humans to be smarter, stronger, and more capable than we are today. Wearables will be one form of aug body augmentation, but they will far surpass the fitness trackers of today. <clears throat> he goes, we will also see increased use of implants ranging from brain chips or brain microchips in neural lace to mind control prosthesis in subdermal RFID chips 
that allow users to unlock doors or computer passwords with the wave of a hand. <clears throat> However, the most powerful body augmentation will come from biological augmentation as a result of increased insight into our genomes. Advanced IVF technology that will allow that may allow us to select the most intelligent embryos in powerful CRISPR gene te- editing technology. Uh, which may one day give us the ability to eliminate all inheritable diseases. So these body augmentation capabilities will give rise to humans that are more resilient, optimized, and continually monitored. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. My goodness, folks. So the CRISPR gene editing technology at the Forbes Rider predicts will someday augment our bodies is exactly how the pharmaceutical companies describe their mRNA injections. What the Forbes article predicted back in 2017 would eventually lead to the altering of humans, a.k.a. transhumanism, because in reality, in 2020 to 2021, with the emergence of CRISPR gene editing injections from Pfizer, Moderna, and other pharmaceutical companies. Everything in the Forbes article lines up with the fourth industrial revolution advocated by the WEF. The RFID chips and biological augmentations are the forerunners of combining humans and machines, aka transhumanism. The relationship between those pushing for a one world government and the transhumanists is a close codependent one. Here's a quote from the WEF website regarding the changes they will or they wish to impose on the world. And he says he would argue that these things are further along in our day than most can imagine. And I quote, the fourth industrial revolution, uh, the WEF term for transhumanism, represents a fundamental change in the way we live, work, and relate to one another. It is a new chapter in human development enabled by extraordinary technology advances commensurate with those of the first, second, and third industrial revolution. These advances are merging the physical, digital, and biological worlds in ways that create both huge promise and potential peril. The speed, breadth, and depth of these revolution is forcing us to rethink how countries develop, how organizations create value, and and even what it means to be human. Unquote. In their words, the changes that the WEF have in mind will change what it means to be human. Moderna 2021 spring. Yes, folks, during spring of 2021, the following appeared on the Moderna website. They have since, of course, taken down this section. And folks, I have that. It's on one of my YouTube channels. And I do believe it's on my Rumble channel, one of my videos. And I actually recorded it from, like, screen recorded it as I was um, uh, doing my video. So you guys, woo, I'll have to find that. But anyway, it says, our operating system, recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with the different programs. In our case, the program or app uh, is our mRNA drug, the unique mRNA sequence that codes for protein. Yes, folks. Huh, unquote. So anyway, Jonathan goes on to say, Dr. Yuval Harari, best-selling author and chief advisor to Klaus Schwab, head of the WEF, repeatedly refers to humans as hackable animals. I see a connection between Harari's words and what appeared on the Moderna website. The injections are just a first step. Pfizer 2023. In the evening of January 25th of 2023, Veritas released an undercover interview with a senior executive from the Pfizer pharmaceutical company in charge of research and development talking about the possibility of deliberately mutating the virus in order to develop new vaccines in anticipation of the emergence of new variants. He openly admitted Pfizer's efforts to add harmful functionality to viruses, but refused to classify them as gain-of-function. Folks, that's what that gain-of-function is. Anyway. During the interview, the executive referred to Pfizer as a revolving door for government inspectors who gladly look the other way, knowing they will someday receive lucrative job offers from the pharmaceutical company uh, in the future. Viewers of the ver- uh, viewership of the Project Veritas video currently now exceeds 25 million views since its release. So our world, 2023, Jonathan goes on to say, the numerous reports of sudden death that come my way each and every day are not isolated incidents. They are happening all over the world in ever-increasing numbers. He goes, I beg you to avoid these shots. If you have taken the initial ones, please don't accept the boosters as they will reduce your immunity. 
He goes, uh, and pray for family members and friends who have received these injections. Please know that these injections are most certainly not the mark of the beast as described in Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. This can only happen after the rapture when the Antichrist appears. Furthermore, taking the mark will involve worshiping this coming, quote, man of lawlessness, unquote the rapture there's another suddenly that will soon panic the world we refer to it as our blessed hope titus chapter 2 verse 11 through 14 jesus's last words to his church were surely i come quickly revelation 22 20 although some versions translate the greek word taku or taka so actually as soon it typically denotes suddenness of motion the rapture will be a sudden event if you can hear Scruffy Butt in there, he is going to town on. They totally agree. If you can hear him barking in there, <laughs> that's my terrible terrier, Scruffy. You don't hear much of him. You usually hear Squirt and Murph. <laughs> anyway, he goes on to say, Jesus will instantly change us as he catches us up to meet him in the air. If we are already with him, he will raise us from the dead with glorious and imperishable bodies. Notice the swiftness of action in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 through 30. And this is how the Apostle Paul describes our moment when our, when our gospel home becomes our experience. And so, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption in inherit incorruption behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye the last trumpet for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality folks that is first corinthians chapter 15 verse 53 53 in the king james version love that verse anyway he goes on to say i pray jesus comes for us before any i mean before another new year 2024 dawns but i can't predict that will happen he goes i am certain however that the seven-year tribulation is speeding toward our world faster than most can imagine the tribulation he says revelation chapter 9 verse 21 speaking of those who refuse to repent during the tribulation mentions quote sorceries unquote as something they refuse to give up to, uh, toward the end of the book, we, we read that during this time, Babylon will deceive the nations through its sorcery. And that's uh, Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. The Greek word for sor sorcery is pharmakeia, which in ancient times denoted the administering of drugs and even poison. Most versions of the Bible translate the word as sorcery because of its longstanding association with drugs used in magical spells and witchcraft. Our English word pharmacy comes from it. Could the Revelation re references uh, to the use of pharmacad during the uh, tribulation denote the widespread use of medical or medicinal injections during this time? Huxley said that the power brokers of our world would someday use pharmacological methods, a.k.a. pharmacaea, to control people. And he says, I believe the dots connect rather well. And I, I agree. He always goes on to say, our only hope today. So the Lord Jesus is our only hope for the day in which we live. He gives us strength, unshakable peace, and bright hope for the future, regardless of what Satan is accomplishing in our world. The Bible assures us he is coming to take us to glory before the onset of the tribulation period. Those of us who know Jesus as our Savior long for suddenly, we eagerly anticipate the day Jesus catches us up to meet him in the air and takes us up to glory. Oh, praise the Lord. I look for that day every day. We wait for that. Anyway, he goes on to say, if you have not put your trust in Jesus, please he says, see his post, uh, Jesus is the only path to eternal life. In it, he explains how you can know for sure that Jesus has forgiven all of your sins and that you possess eternal life. Jesus is my risen Savior. He can give you bright hope for tomorrow regardless of your circumstances. Please, please don't delay. Call upon Jesus while you may, he says. Tomorrow may be too late. Events in our world happen suddenly. Folks, that is Jonathan Brittner. You can find that at harbingersdaily.com. And um, he's absolutely correct. Today is the day of salvation, Jesus says. You may not have another moment. You may not have your next breath. You may not get that chance to repent. What are you waiting for? Humble yourself today. Call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask him to save you. Receive him as your Savior today while you can. Folks, like I said, you may, you, you're not guaranteed your next breath. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. And folks, Christ could come in the next second, millisecond, in the twinkling of an eye, Christ could take us to heaven, rapture us home, take his bride, come and get us. What are you waiting for? 
You want to be left behind. I tell you, you did not want to be left behind. If you want to, you can go to Amazon and check out my book, After the Rapture, What Comes Next. And that's strictly straight through the Bible tells you step by step what's going to happen uh, during the tribulation. And you don't want to be here for that. I can tell you that right now. Anyway, um, so what else? What else do you have going on? Um, of course, here's one that the Berean review. Um, through icy glares, signal a defiance, unwilling uh, unwilling to bend a knee to Almighty God. Pride causes you to build yourself up to a level greater than God, focusing on yourself instead of on Him. It leaves no room for the Savior, and it sets you on a very dangerous path. I uh, can get that at HarbingerDaily.com, and I may read that tomorrow. But today, today, this evening, I want to read a little bit um, out of this article here at Harbinger's Daily. And this is by Ken Ham, uh, and it says, Ecological Equity, UK Medical Journal Calls for for Shift Away from Human-Centered Healthcare. And he posted this on February the 3rd. It says, quote, Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served their creature rather than the creator. That's Romans 1.25. And if you want to know what I'm always talking about, a Romans 1 culture, you can read that and it's going to tell you all about it. When mankind worships creation, ignoring the creator and his revealed word, they will never have a proper perspective on life in the universe. Instead, they will become futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts will be darkened. Romans 1, 21. And that's exactly what we see in a recent article in the UK Medical Journal and The Lancet. I get a drink of coffee here, folks. Mm. <laughs> It goes on to say, uh, this article introducing an upcoming series of articles argues for, quote, one health, unquote. A term described by Breitbart as a revolutionary shift of perspective away from human-centered healthcare in favor of ecological equity, attributing equal value to all life. Emphasis was originally says that was on all life. And uh, what does this mean? So, well, One Health is an integrated, integrated, unifying approach that aims to sustainably balance and optimize the health of people, animals, and ecosystems. Because the health of humans, domestic and wild animals, plants in the wider environment, including ecosystems, are closely linked and interdependent. This is in contrast to the, quote, traditional approach, which is supposedly purely anthro. Procentric, meaning animal. I'm sorry, meaning humans are the primary focus of medical concern, based on the view that all life is equal and of equal concern. One health proponents believe we need a complete change to our relationship with animals. Unquote. Mm-hmm. Including shifting to a plant-based diet, which they say not only benefits human health but also animal health and well-being. Unquote. Equal and equal concern. Because I want to say, how should Christians think about all of this? Well, we must first expose the wrong thinking underlying the entire philosophy of one health. All life is equal and of equal concern, unquote. Christians need to ensure they have a truly biblical worldview based on God's word. All life is not equal, and humans inherently know this. After all, we don't prosecute a fish for eating his neighbor. (laughs) And all life is not of equal concern. Notice and now I notice I didn't say all life isn't of concern. Humans have been given dominion over creation, that's Genesis one twenty eight, and are to care for creation, acting as stewards entrusted with a gift from the Lord. So we are not, or so we are to be concerned about creation if we are to steward well and wisely. He goes on to say, but all of life is not of equal concern. Only human beings are made in the image of God, Genesis one twenty seven. And therefore have a value that nothing else in all of creation has. No animal or plant or body of waters made in God's image. Only people are. So from a biblical perspective, while we care for creation for God's glory and our good, we should never give it equal value to humans or have equal concern for the environment as we do for people. From a biblical perspective, we understand the entire underlying philosophy of one health is totally flawed and is contrary to sound biblical teaching on mankind and the environment. All life is closely linked, question mark, you ask? The authors state that they believe we need a healthcare approach like One Health because the health of humans, domestic and wild animals, 
plants and the wider environment, including ecosystems, are closely linked and interdependent. Now, God created this marvelous world and designed interdependent systems that work amazingly to sustain life and allow it to flourish. Humans should study these systems not so we can achieve whatever it meant by ecological equity, but so we can understand, preserve, and protect these systems for the glory of God and the good of mankind for generations to come. For example, implementing more sustainable farming practices may not be bad in and of itself, though, of course, we must uh, must be careful not to jump on any and every popular ecological bandwagon. He says, but what's wrong in this view of healthcare is a perspective and how that perspective will play out. You see, the authors of these series and those involved with One Health don't believe that humans are the crown of God's creation or that we're anything unique or special. In their view, all of life is equal. So humans have the same value as black birds, cows, and sunflowers. And that will impact their policies and what they prioritize and value when it comes to protecting and preserving human life as they provide, quote, health care, unquote. Do we need ecological equity? No, for the simple reason that all life is not equal. Humans have a unique place in creation no other life has. So, yes, let's care for the earth, understanding these things. Number one, God created our universe and echoes and, and I'm sorry, God created our universe and systems here on earth to be finally balanced. And we must understand these or understand those balances as part of having dominion. We're dependent on everything else God has made to be able to survive and thrive. For example, we need food and the vast majority of our food directly, e.g. plants or indirectly creatures that eat plants, rely on insects to survive and reproduce, which means we need to protect insect populations for the good of mankind. And man will not ultimately destroy creation, for example, by climate change, because God has promised that while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. That is Genesis 8.22. And that he himself will destroy this earth with the judgment of fire. And that is 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Mankind is unique in his status before God as an image bearer. No other creature holds this title or the responsibilities of stewardship and moral accountability that comes with it. Don't eat meat, question mark. One health for the sake of human and animal health encourages a plant-based diet. Now, plants are certainly healthy to consume, and most of us understand we should be eating lots of them, but is it the equitable approach, and quote, as one health suggests to eat only plants? No, we don't need to worry about equity when it comes to meat eating because God, our creator, has given us permission to eat meat. You see, originally everything was vegetarian, including humans in Genesis 1.30. But after the global flood of Noah's day, God gave Noah and his family and all generations after them permission to eat animals. Genesis 9.3 in the King James Version says, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. And so he goes on to say, so now mankind can eat meat or not eat meat to the glory of God. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That's 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 30. So a foolish perspective. So yes, the authors of One Health, A Call for Ecological Equity, have had their thinking darkened because of their worship of creation rather than the creator. They have a secular worldview, which is based on man's words. Ultimately, their ideals of making an ecological uh, equitable world will fail to help humans because they aren't operating with the biblical perspective and biblical priorities of care for mankind and creation. If we want to understand the world rightly and truly help mon- mankind, we must start with the Bible, not fallible human reasoning. Folks, that article is by Ken Ham. You can find it at com. So, when we look at all of this stuff, we can see how they're moving. And, I, you know, I'm driving down the road today and I'm on my way to church this morning and I was thinking, destroy. They are destroying the world. I look up in the air and I see uh, up into the sky and I see all their chemtrails and all of this stuff. And I'm like, they are killing us. They are killing us, whether it be food, whether it be the air that we breathe, the clothes that we wear, the chemicals, all the stuff that they are in- interjecting, uh, everything that they're doing, everything that they're doing, they're destroying everything and that dawned on me and i read this verse all the time satan has come to kill steal and to destroy so not only destroy us but destroy the world as well 
And I have to think about this because I, I talk, you know, I'm, I'm praying and I'm talking to God and I'm on my way to church. I'm like, why? Why do they want to destroy everything? Don't they understand what they're doing? Do they have another place that these people, these elitists are going to go once they destroy the earth? Like, what are we, what, what? And then it dawned on me, you know, their eyes have been blinded to God because Satan has blinded their eyes and they're lost, completely turned over to a reprobate mind. And so they are just being led away by Satan. And so his plan is to kill, steal, and to destroy. And I'm like, well, that's true. And destroy, he does. I'm like, wow. And then I think about the Bible, what the Bible says. You know, God is in ultimate control. God is the sustainer of this world. Just like Genesis said, just like he said, everything will continue and will continue until God says it's over. When God comes back, that's it. God pours his wrath out on this world. And then boom, the tribulation. And then, of course, it will be burned up. And so I think about these words and I think about, you know, and I look at all this and I look at the evil, just evil upon evil. And the Bible tells us that they will invent new ways to be evil. And look at them inventing new ways to be evil, inventing these vaccinations, inventing all of the stuff to kill us. They've been modifying our food. They've been, I mean, everything. When you go and you and you get a loaf of bread, folks, that's not bread that Jesus ate. That's not the bread that, you know, back in the day, th those seeds probably don't even exist anymore because they have completely manipulated everything. They have manipulated Satan, I should say, has manipulated everything. And uh, we need to keep that in mind. But one thing, one thing that gives us hope is that Jesus comes back and he has to come back, he says, in Revelation to destroy those who are destroying the earth. And that gives me hope. And if you don't think they are destroying this earth, read the book of Revelation. Jesus even says so. And, uh, you know, guys, that one thing, inventing new ways to be evil, always sticks out in my mind. You know, when they're giving this mRNA vaccine to these babies and they're killing them, folks, killing them, murdering them, murdering babies in the womb. The new vaccines are now targeted towards um, uh, reproductive systems. And uh, another thing, if uh, you think Margaret Sanger, if you folks still don't know the truth about Margaret Sanger, please, please, I was going to say, please, please go to... Um, uh, James Cadiz, which is Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, and I want you to go, or I'm not Chino, I'm sorry, that's uh, Pastor Jack Kibbs, uh, Calvary Chapel Signal Hill, and he just did, let me see when he did this, Eugenics 101, not for dummies, warning, 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 it was two days ago, um, go there, watch that, and uh, I mean, I can tell you all about that wicked, wicked woman, but, and you know, look where the Planned Parenthoods are, folks, and the poor the poor. And uh, what she said about black people. And, um, you know, and everybody's like, oh, Clinton is in it. Well, who Clinton's who was her hero? Who's you? Margaret Sanger. Think about it, folks. Anyway, go watch that. I may link that uh, in the description, too. Um, folks, I am working on the YouTube channel. And, guys, thank y'all so much for subscribing. A few of y'all have. Um, thank you. Um, anyway, I'm trying to... Uh, Trying to get some stuff going, and um, hopefully, I will uh, get some more uh, videos up there. The videos that I have up there um, are—they um, are, they are uh, older videos that I did. Um, I'm trying to dig out of the out of the um, archives, you know, because they tore down my channel. Of course, they struck it down because yeah, you talk about the truth, and they're—I mean—they went back years, right? And 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 they just took everything down, and so. When they take your YouTube channel, you lose all of your videos, everything that you've done, and um, all of my new, my first videos I ever did, and um, all kinds of stuff, and some really good ones. Um, I do have some stuff on Rumble, um, so I am trying to um, trying to get some of that stuff back. I need to pull on my old uh, uh, computer and uh, see if I can't find anything on the hard drive on that, but um, I will be uploading more videos, but right now I'm just trying to get moved and, um, I've still got some stuff to move that apartment flooded and, um, my old apartment, um, something about the washer valve or something. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm still getting stuff out of there. I don't have a whole lot of stuff. So I'm praying, um, that tomorrow I can have all that stuff out and have it cleaned. 
Um, I'm still working on unpacking here. So if you guys know me, I have ADD squirrel. And um, so unpacking and packing and moving and video, all kinds, you know me. Um, you know, I try hard. <laughs> I do try hard. Um, I try to get everything out there to you guys hard. Up there, I really do. But um, while, I, while I'm on here, I do want to jump on. And um, so another thing I was going to say, see, ADD, um, squirrel. Anyway, um, so when you lose your YouTube channel, um, like I did with my original um, Bible Prophecy for today, all the subscribe, all the all the channels that I had subscribed to, you, I lose all of them. They're gone. I don't know. And so a lot of them, you know, I forgot. But I am going to go on here to this one. I do have Billy Crone, Billy Crone Live. You do want to jump on there. Um, Ryan Hall, y'all, you want some weather? Boom, go there. Dr. Eric Berg, uh, DC, which is a chiropractor. Guys, if you want to know uh, nutrition and what you can do, I'm telling you, these guys go to go to school way longer than doctors, medical doctors do. But anyway, I know you don't got to write me and tell me that he is a Scientologist. His son called him out. I know. And it kind of ruined me for a while. And I, I try not to uh, watch his videos, but I was like, you know what? Knowledge. I don't have to listen to him. He doesn't say anything about Scientology, but still, um, the nutritional value is really good. And so I do watch that for that. And another one is Dr. Um, Sten Ekberg, which is E-K-B-E-R-G. Um, go check him out. He's got great videos um, on stuff. And if you guys are um, seed oil, folks, seed oil is terrible for you. It's very, very bad for you. And like cotton seed, some, all this kind of stuff. These seed oils are terrible, especially how they manufacture them to get them. Uh, they're carcinogens. Palm oil is a carcinogen because they heat it up to like 320 degrees, whatever. Folks, palm oil is in everything, everything. And now it's being linked to cause cancer. And so I remember years ago, a couple of years ago, when they first started injecting this stuff into our food supply, I remember that I ate, I kept putting... You know, when I turned 40, I got like crazy weird food allergies and I quit smoking when I turned 40 too. So I had like crazy weird food allergies and just all kinds of weird stuff, like rashes and just insane things, right? And um, and so I had to get food tests. Long story short, anyway, um, I have weird stuff, right? And so um, palm oil, like I would eat stuff. I'm like, what are, what's in, what is on this and grids causing me all this, you know, it's crazy. I'm like, God, oh, I get so sick. Well, I narrowed it down to palm oil. And so, I, you know, a couple of years ago, and I stopped, I, you know, probably when it first started. And back then, it wasn't into everything. And now it's in everything. You can't find hardly anything that doesn't have palm oil in it. Nothing. Nothing. Anywhere from candy bars, um, crackers, whatever. It's all loaded with this palm oil, sunflower, sun, uh, fla uh, safflower oil. This stuff, folks... We're not meant to ingest that as oil. I'm just not. The, the, the manufacturing process that they do to get that causes this to be a carcinogen. All of this stuff. Flaxseed is great. Flaxseed oil is good. But I mean, you know, there's certain oils you got to figure out how it's made. And so I I try to get away from all this stuff. And so um, I try to go clean eating. I'm trying to do all of this stuff right. I'm getting off the sugar. And, you know, um, as a, a young adult, I've always been hooked on sugar ever since I was a kid. Chocolate and sugar. If you wanted to make me happy, just bring me some chocolate. And now I can't have chocolate anymore. And so it's been really hard on me uh, this last year. Um, but anyway, all to the glory of God, um, you know, whatever it takes. I'll look at it this way. Uh, one day when Christ comes and raptures us home, his brother, we will get to eat. And there's going to be a feast, you know, the marriage supper of the lamb. And I'm thinking, you know what? I can have milk back then. I'll be able to have honey. I'll be able to have all of this wonderful food. Um, in eternity, I will. I and mean, praise God for that. Now, not so much, but that's okay. You know, that's all right. I thank God for the foods that I can have. And so anyway, um, but, you know, so the whole thing is you need to learn you know, what, you're, what you're putting into your body. And the more I research this, and it really, really started back in 2005, 2006, um, I had an adverse reaction uh, and we couldn't figure out what it was. And my doctor, that's when they put me on high blood pressure pill. I had all kinds of stuff, but I had a really bad um a really bad allergic adverse reaction and it took us forever to figure out what he said well it could have been a, a preservative like in the bread you know like at subway like whatever i was like all right and so after that i went straight clean eating and then i started doing a whole lot of research you know i used i'm telling you what i was a dr pepper alcoholic i mean i drank dr pepper like it was water like it was coffee you know that was my drink you know 
And uh, when I noticed sodium benzoate was in it. And uh, sodium benzoate, when heated, is a carcinogen. Is a carcinogen. And so um, I stopped drinking Dr. Peppers. I stopped drinking anything or eating anything with sodium benzoate. And I started really looking at food. And I remember my doctor told me, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't eat it. <laughs> and so that kind of changed my entire thinking and uh, everything from there from 2006. You know, I totally went organic and, uh, you know, took out. I'm not saying I don't always don't ever have a Coke. Every great once in a while, I have a Coca-Cola, you know. But um, as far as that goes, you know, you really need to, you know, look at the food that you're eating, what you're putting into your body. And then uh, especially the stuff that they're putting in there, you know, they just now had to start telling us that, you know, oh, this is a genetically modified organism. You're like, what is it? Think about it. It's an organism. And then if you notice on certain food that you buy, I want you to like post Kellogg's, whatever, um, General Meals, especially read down the ingredient list. And when you get to the bottom, it's going to say, uh, used a bioengineered food ingredient. This contains bioengineered ingredients. And then think to yourself, do you really want to be ingesting that into your body? And I'm not telling you what to do. You know, I'm just saying, hey, you know, probably want to think about stuff, right? And um, I, that's just me, you know, because I'm a weirdo like that. I've always, everybody always laughs at me. I've always been a weirdo. I was always uh, a health nut. I've always been one of those weirdos. But anyway, worked out and all kinds of stuff. And then I got COVID in 2020. And man, I lost um, super mass. I lost a lot. And I've had, you know, crazy stuff ever since ever since I had uh, COVID back in 2020. I think I got it. No, it was November. I remember I was sick with it. Um, Thanksgiving, as a matter of fact. Um, anyway, and I, hair falls out. My cousin, she's got it again, and she, her hair comes out in clumps. And I don't know uh, any of you guys that had COVID, um, if that happened to you. But I, I, I get in the shower like for three months, like clumps of hair, like just long. It was crazy. My hair is really long anyway. And I was like, what is going on? And like stomach problems and like all kinds of crap. And so, um, yeah, folks. And then, you know, they're pushing this vaccine on people. And if COVID did that, not including that vaccine, if COVID alone did that, can you imagine what this vaccine is doing, folks? Um, but like I said, I don't give out, you know, any medical advice or anything like that. But um, prayerfully consider that. Like I said, I will uh, link that um, in the description below if you did take the vaccine and, you know, see what you can do about it. But um, I always like to give, um, you know, channels that I follow that you guys can get some info. And if you like, Ryan Hall, y'all, if you're up to weather data across the United States, Ryan Hall is your man. Um, uh, Billy Crone, Billy Crone Live. You want to hit all of Billy Crone's channels because sometimes, you know, like YouTube does, oh, you know, take you down for a month or two weeks or, you know, whatever. Um, but you can check that out. Melissa Dolatry, she's really good. She's a new ager. Not anymore. She came from New Age. She is an apologetics. And she's uh, she's got some great satire videos on there, too. And an awesome artist, by the way. She's really good. Flav City with Bobby Parrish. You want to go there to check out more stuff on the food? He's going to tell you all the stuff in your food, too. So, yeah, I'm telling you. He's like, stop eating healthy food. It's bad for you. And he's going to tell you. He's got some great, great stuff. Um well, oh, Brian Hall has a y'all extra too. He's got another pay, another one there. Mama Bear Prepper, folks, go to Mama Bear Prepper. Uh, you want to start getting prepared for what's coming upon this world. We do know the tribulation is coming, and we as Christians do not know how long we will be here uh, leading up to the tribulation. We know the tribulation is going to be bad. And of course, things are moving into place, and that's just going to show how much worse it's going to be. And so uh, we don't know how long we're going to be here, but we already see things getting bad right now. Things are getting bad. Food, they're talking about famine, they're talking about pet, all kinds of stuff, right? Like I say, you better get you some food. Get you some food. Anyway, just be prepared because we all have um, family and friends that aren't able to prepare. And so we want to be able to help out people, right? And so let me pull up another here. Let me give you guys some more. Uh, Doreen Virtue. She's another um, ex-New Ager. Came to Christ. Very good information. Very good information. Uh, Athy Creek. I know I talked to you guys a lot about Pastor Brett Meter. I absolutely loved him. Recently found them. Um, he did another prophecy update uh, on the, uh, yesterday, I think it was Friday. Yes, it was Friday. Today is Sunday, Heather. <laughs> on Friday, guys, go check it out. It's fantastic. You're going to love it. 
Um, Justin Peters Ministry. Guys, go check out Justin Peters. I love him. Spencer Smith, Little Light Studios, Fellowship Bible Chapel with John Holler. Jan Markell. And, uh, of course, Spencer Smith. Um, yes, guys, lots of good folks. Treasure Christ. I found them recently. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And uh, Facts Matter with uh, Roman. I'm not going to try to say his last name. <laughs> not going to. You're not going to get me to say it. I know y'all laugh at me. I'm just a Texas girl, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Talking about uh, EMP attacks. You know, what would you do if we had an EMP attack? Do any of you guys know how to survive without electricity? Do any of you guys know how to survive? Like if that was to happen? Mama Bear Prepper. Check her out. Her and her husband are uh, retired military. Go check them out. They're going to show you Alaskan prepper, all kinds of folks. Um, I'm a farm girl. And so, you know, we, we, we've we gone a long time without electricity out on the farm, especially during snowstorms and stuff. Of course, we always had a fireplace. And, you know, my mom and dad were really good about stocking up on stuff. And um, anyway, um, like I say, um, if you don't know how to survive, you may want to start reading about that right now. You may want to get you some books because um, there's going to be a day when... You can't just go to the grocery store and pick up Tylenol off the shelf, or you're not going to be able to go and, uh, you know, grab whatever you want to off the shelf. And if they had it their way, we ain't going to be able to get meat. Um, just saying. But anyway, um, you need to find out how to take care of yourself without relying on, you know, the government. There's tinctures. There's all kinds of stuff that you can do. Mama Bear Prepper, fantastic on that as well. Um, what else we got? A real life of Jack Hibbs fantastic if you guys ever have like um uh, some physical you know therapy issues bob and brad bob and brad are fantastic bob i believe it is bob the taller gentleman uh came to find out he's got like i think it's a neurological issue <clears throat> anyway i love bob and brad absolutely <clears throat> excuse me guys I gotta get some coffee <clears throat> i tell you what i'm not sure what's going on anyway and what else we got going on? We've got, let me find out some more stuff here. If I'm missing anything so far, those are the channels that I have found um, that I've been missing. And so it's still a work in progress. You know, like I said, when you lose your channel, or you go to mine, Bible prophecy for today. Not one word, all separated. But anyway, I'm back on. And uh, thanks you guys, like I said, for um, subscribing. I really appreciate that. Now the, um, the video that I posted that has Andy Stanley on there. Now that is, uh, that's a video that I did, I think a, a year ago. Oops. I think I did a year ago. And so, um, uh, that has gotten, um, a lot of comments. And so I haven't even addressed the one about his, uh, latest on homosexuality. And so this is the one where he played Led Zeppelin in his church. And so anyway, we will, um, I will do a video on that as well. But unless you want to wait for that, you can go to Spencer Smith. He talks all about it. Anyway, guys, with that, I am really going to get off here this evening. And um, I just want to throw a video up today. And, uh, you know, just um, just just let you guys know everything's going well. And I'm still unpacking. Still got things to do. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I do want to add on there. My pastor, Pastor Dallas Stringer, folks, he has got, we're not sure, uh, I think there's like less than a hundred cases or something. I'm not sure it's his eye and uh, it's called something, some kind of a myopia. I'm not for sure what it, there's a long name, you know, and, uh, and they really don't know what to do. There's not very many cases. His eye twists in the socket. It doesn't like twinge, like it literally rotates in the socket and uh, they said, we have these drops, so we're not for sure if they'll, they'll work or not. And then our next, you know, thing is this. And if that doesn't work, it's like brain surgery and so all this stuff. And so, um, you guys, I, I want to throw up there that, you know, I do believe in prayer. The righteous um, uh, prayer of, uh, uh, availeth much, you know. And um, I do believe that God still answers prayers. His word says he sent his word and it healed them. And folks, I believe it. Um, you guys remember my friend Kim, Kimberly Brock, um, praise God. She is in rehab now and, um, she is doing very well, folks. That is a miracle of God. I'm telling all y'all's prayers. I am so very thankful. Thank you guys so much for praying for her. It's a mirror. I mean, it's absolutely a miracle. She's doing well. And I hate that the Cowboys lost because that's what she wanted to see and they lost. But anyway, um, I do believe in prayer. So if you guys would keep my pastor 
uh, Pastor Dallas uh, Spr- uh, Stringer in your prayers. I would have, uh, man, I tell you, I would be so thankful and humbled. Um, he is a great evangelist. He's a great man of God. And, um, you know, they, they don't even know enough about this thing with the eye because there's so many, not very many cases at all. So they really don't really have any information on it. And so um, I, I, I serve a mighty God. We all do. If y'all, if y'all are born again believers, we serve a mighty, awesome God. And his word said there's nothing too difficult for him. Nothing is impossible for God. And so I would pray that God would use those drops, those eye drops that they have given him. And I would ask that God would use those to heal his eye and to stop it from twisting like that and to restore his vision uh, perfectly, just like God made him. And so I'd ask that in Jesus name. And so guys, um, I do appreciate all y'all's prayers and I appreciate you guys listening. Um, and, uh, you know, with that folks, um, get in the word of God and let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly. With that, guys, I'd ask that God bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you. And uh, I just thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. 